shot through the chart. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen and ladies. Welcome back to the Shot Through the Chart Music Review Podcast. I am AC Ponce. This is Stephanie. How is everybody doing? Guys, we got songs number. I've got the number. I've got it. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five to twenty-one of the nineteen ninety-four Hot One Hundred. Sorry, you good? I don't think anybody got. I don't think that came up on mic. I think you're good. Yeah, you're clear. I'm clear. Um, oh, you've been. Uh, you're starting to practice your Rhode Island accent for I'm some reason. Practicing or. What what's the word? Uh, I'm just not being proper. Reinitiating, re not reloading. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Um. Anyway, guys, it's Sunday. It's kind of a lazy Sunday. Oh, well, not really, because we've been working. The we past just few Sundays. yeah. Well, well, well. Then all the more reason this is a lazy Sunday. We're both off from work. Just kind of chilling today, so. If it's a little low energy, sorry. Second at least, I- at least for this first part, it's going. It's going to get hyped in the next one. You were about to say it's going to get. It's, go- it's going to get hyped. Uh, we're we're just uh, regressing into our regional uh, accents there. Well, also, I mean, we had barbecue today. Yes, we did. And then for some reason, fantastic. that made me think of home. And also. I don't know. I've been thinking about home all day. Oh, you know that fantastic Rhode Island barbecue. <coughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, I'm. Sh- I, I don't know. Maybe it could be a thing. What do we got going on today, Steph? We We're got, gonna play a game. We got a game. Uh, do we want? Let's. Uh, what, what you got going on in your life? I know we only recorded like what two days ago. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot has changed. Nothing. But. Uh, Nothing exciting? Um, I just finished the series on Netflix called The American Mob. Yeah, and you've been... I think we caught it in the last episode, too. You're a little mob-obsessed. Not a little. Not a little, right. But now I understand it more. (laughs) And now you're going to start a mob of your own. I mean... I don't think I have... Okay, so you know... You want to know what's really sad? Okay, so think of... Your parents' business, right? Mm-hmm. That's essentially the setup. Okay. No, like, you know no, how our, like there's, there's our like hierarchy a, goes? There's a hierarchy, yeah, yeah. I get it. But you I know how it. our hierarchy goes? Mm-hmm. If one falls out, it doesn't matter because it's so recycled in by new people. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, also, there was a lot of mob in Rhode Island, so, you know. Gotcha. Um, I had something. I'm digging the learning. I love to learn about historical things, and I think the mob is a historical thing that people think is actually history, and I'm not completely convinced, but, you know, whatever. I, I didn't follow you on that at okay, all, but that's okay. Um, I could have swore I had One, something. Two, I'm, three, four, five, I think six, I'm just four, falling apart because... Nothing wrong with a little post Malone. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting diet fatigue. Oh, that's sad. I'm like, I, I've, I've just resolved that I'm, I'm gonna keep this up until Thanksgiving, which is the best time to stop dieting. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll stop at Thanksgiving, so I have another what month or so but of dieting. I feel like you don't eat a lot on Thanksgiving. Like I literally, like when I came over to your house last year, mm-hmm. like. I know you guys like had dinner and stuff I, together. I think it's just because I go. Do you guys go... actually eat at dinner time? Mm, ish, time yeah. Oh ish. gosh, I know you do things differently. Yep. We gonna start a new family? No. <laughs> well, actually, it's not new because my family does. Everybody, in my family does. Why? What, when do you guys do it? Two o'clock. Oh yeah. No. All of our holiday meals are at two o'clock. No. Because it was always a big deal because everyone would come over. Hmm. So like. Graham or my dad or whoever was cooking, usually Graham or my dad, they started cooking at like 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, though, my dad would start really early. Like, my stepmom cooks all throughout the year. My dad is the one who cooks on holidays, mostly. Parentals, if you're listening, can you 
verify that? That's what I remember. Um, but, so, I remember, especially Thanksgiving, because when me and my sister were doing cheerleading, especially when we were both cheering, um, my dad, we had to be at the game, and, like, it's a big rival game that day, you know? So, yeah, just gonna eat cheese right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Who do the Steelers play on their ri- for their rivalry game? Huh? Not Steelers. High school. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a, a hometown thing. Sorry. We, I was a cheerleader for the Steelers. How does that make any sense? No, okay. I'm, I told you, I'm not really following. I'm just kind of... Okay, so... I'm just trying to have my cheese stick usually, and be normal. <laughs> usually the game was in the morning. Okay. Like mm, 10 or something like that, I think. We got Friday Night Lights for a reason. No, no, no. But Thanksgiving's not on a Friday. Okay. It's on a Thursday. Okay. So it would be in like 10 o'clock in the morning and we'd have to cheer my dad. Obviously, since he was like the coach, he'd have to be there too. So he'd have to start cooking early. He'd have to time everything out. I think that's why I'm so obsessive about like timing things out because everything was always like timed like that. But yeah, so then we'd go to the game, we'd cheer, we'd come back home in time for dinner. And if we didn't all get together as a family, it was just like... My parents and me and my siblings at 2 o'clock. And then we would go up the street, which literally, when I say up the street, guys, it's literally like, I want to say eight houses. It was vertical. Eight houses down the street is where my grandmother lived. So everyone was there, like my all of my cousins. And it's so weird because, like, I don't know, I think I've tried to, like, explain it to you before. Like, my family, like, we all were in Rhode Island at the same time. We only recently, like five years ago, started moving. So, six years ago, I guess. So, like, I just always had family around. Mm-hmm. Like, really big family, not dinners, family holidays were a thing for me. So now, like, when I go home and there's, like, nobody there, it's, like, one, it's, like, mm-hmm. one of my cousins and their family. Like, that's not enough for me. That's not a family holiday. Of course, I appreciate you guys. But to me, that's not a family holiday. And it makes me really sad. Because, like, the houses used to be packed. Like, you know, Graham's house is small. Yeah. But it used to be packed with people. <laughs> packed with people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So packed that nobody could eat at the same table. I, I find that interesting because I guess growing up, my... Thanksgivings were never like that. Where like yeah. you had a unless we had like a party party, yeah, like so usually it was just party. usually it's just like just the family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well as I got older, that's what we started doing. Like it was mostly just like my grandmother would choose like a child's house to go to. <laughs> she had a rotation. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. was horrible. Nobody likes it. We still do it to this day sometimes, and nobody likes it. Mm-hmm. It's only because some people want to act foolish. So, people don't like each other anymore. Shots fired. Yeah, so. I just realized, so, this episode is going to come out on Halloween, if I mm-hmm. do this right. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about Halloween in our last episode. Do um, you have any particular, like, Halloween-y type music you're into? No. Or, like, anything, any, like, a real, like, if it's Halloween and you need to put on a song, like, what do you I'm put I'm already on? listening to Christmas music. Fair enough. I don't I'm, really, like, I at least put on Thriller. I mean, to me, that I'm, I don't have any, like, Halloween traditions besides being taxed. <laughs> Halloween tax is real, guys. If you're a parent, you better start exercising your right to Halloween candy tax, okay? Because I had to suffer through it, and damn sure my niece and nephew suffered through it yesterday. Although they didn't have a, a lot, and it's not Halloween yet, but ho-ho, wait till Halloween gets here. I don't have to go trick-or-treating. I can just pull from their little buckets. It's weird, uh... Being in a home where no one trick-or-treats anymore. So we just buy candy and we just eat it ourselves. But your parents started early this year. Yeah. There's like three bags of candy on the counter. Oh, and they're all open. But last year, like, your mom, like, waited. She waited, like, right till Halloween. She was like, nobody ate it. Yeah, I guess it's just because, like, I guess the closer it gets to Halloween, the more expensive the candy is. I don't know. Oh, I mean, but also there's still the day after Halloween. Yeah. Well, we still want it before Halloween, I guess. I remember, was it last year or the year before that, like, 
that we had a there was a bowl and like you had trick or treaters and like it was always it was so half hearted on me and you got mm-hmm. me and your part and your parents were like hey like they're actually really excited mm-hmm. to see like the kids and stuff and I was just like no go away can we turn this light off? like that's my favorite thing when can we turn this light off yeah and you bet your butt I am not driving on Halloween like. When I go home from work on mm-hmm. Halloween Day, because I bet you I'm going to have a whole bunch of orders, I can tell you I'm not going anywhere after that. Because children nowadays just walk all up in the streets like they got no sense. Yeah. If anyone knocks on my door at my apartment, oh my gosh. You don't have to answer. I know. That's why I'm going to put, um, put a sign. We don't have candy. We ran out. No, you just need to be the one person that, like, puts the bowl, says, take two. Literally, oh my gosh. Wait, let me let me finish. Take two. When the bowl is empty, that's it. It's going to be empty after the first person comes out because they're just going to dump it in their bag. Exactly. That's so, genius. So, because the bowl, empty, the bowl will be empty. The bowl empty. The bowl empty. Um, and that's it. That's all you got to... So... Unless you take, unless well, you gotta buy a cheap bowl, just like Goodwill a bowl, just like I mean, yeah, like it's like a Dollar Tree yeah, bowl. There yeah, there you go. Um, so if they take the bowl, at least they, you know, you're not no, losing out that much. Food, yeah, um, rude, but so there are people like the that. first time I ever that person. Oh my gosh, not the bowl. I just take. The I was whole gonna thing. say, uh, but yeah, the first time me I encountered that, it was I was trick or treating with Marky. Mm. and he, of course, is significantly older. Not significantly, he is at least. Eight years older than me. Mm-hmm. He's in his 30s. Mid mm. or end, I don't know. One of those areas. Between 35 and, and four. Oh my God. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Because. No, nah, he's got to be between. Okay, just. Anyway, he's so, in his 30s. Anyway, obviously he's significantly older than me, so when we went trick or treating with him, like we kind of were just able to do whatever we wanted because we were with him. Well, there was a lady who she didn't like people mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, but she put out candy for us, and it was all the good candy. It was like Three Musketeers and Kit Kats, like that was her bowl. It was mainly those two, I believe. To you being allergic to peanuts, exactly. You can't talk about good candy. I, I can because I'm talking to the people who are also allergic to peanuts. Who knows? That's the only candy that we think is good because we don't have any other options. Okay, leave me alone. Good candy. Be quiet. So, me and Alex, being the goody two shoes that we were, we lit, the sign said, "Take two, Happy Halloween." Market takes a handful and a half, and we're like. <gasps> Oh my gosh, he was like, what? There's no one here to monitor us. And of course, like his mom was with us, but she was like way off in the back, probably smoking or something. And so she's just slowly walking down the street while we stop. And she's like, hey, what does that sign say? And he was like, it says take two. And she was like, well, take two handfuls and let's go. And it was condoned by the parents. So. Um, she also ate grapes in the grocery store while she was shopping. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and my dad used to be loss prevention at that grocery store. So he'd be like, can you stop doing that? That's that's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Do we want to start talking about Christmas music now? Uh, I already started playing some. Why did I show you that? In the store. I, I played it one day at the store for a good, like, four hours. And then I was over it. Because it was a list that said the top 100 best christmas songs mm. and it was a lie and here no mariah on that list really no, yes all i want for christmas i'm here no mariah at all mm. i was like who made this list but it was also on amazon music so was it, was it like probably... traditional christmas music kind of yeah okay but then is like is there like there was no heat miser on there no no no. i'm not talking about that <laughs> no i was like is there any bing crosby or... yes then, well, I mean, then i feel like but that's not a lot fair, then. but it wasn't a lot of like Classic. It wasn't okay. What I was I feel looking like for it's gotta was, be like, I wish you a Merry Christmas. No, that like, didn't even play. It was like, I can't even tell you. I'll have to bring it up, but it was not at all. It wasn't classic Christmas music or hits. 
Christmas music. That's strange. It's, it was everything what, what in between your, that. What is your criteria? Uh, whatever playlist you were listening to, that's really strange. Yeah, I don't know who made it. It was an Amazon music playlist somebody mm, had yeah. made. And Jeff it, Bezos does not know what he's doing. Whatever you just did, music. you cut out the audio for a second, and then it came No, out. no, no, we're good. We're good. It. it just kind of fizzled. I'm just... Fizzled. 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 Uh, uh, when do you start listening to Christmas music? What do you do for Halloween? Do you care? What do I do for all? Halloween? I mean, I haven't dressed up in so long. What would you dress up if we were going to a costume party this year for like our like adult friends? No kids are there, nothing. Here we go. Let me break this down for you. What would you dress up as? If you go to, if you go to, oh, which one is it? Uh I don't know if it's Google. The Google box. No, no, no. I think you'd have to watch the music video. It is Cameo from, not, what's the other one? Yo, pretty ladies. Right. I don't know. What's the name of that song? Word Up. There we go. It's it's his outfit from Word Up. He's got... Why? He's got purple tights. And then, like, red leather under... Like, white... Not, well, obviously, it's not white. But, like, a red Speedo over it. I think no shirt or either a mesh shirt and a leather jacket. Oh, God. No. A mesh shirt and a leather jacket. It is the most ridiculous outfit I've ever seen, but that's what I would do. No one would get it except for me. I think that's my 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 style of Halloween costume now. I think it's that's like, your style of humor. Something nobody like, will nobody get. Nobody gets, but it entertains me. Like, when I, when I DJed last year um, for the kickboxing place mm-hmm. for Halloween, my... Okay, this came out of necessity just because I had no Halloween costume whatsoever. What did um, you wear? I don't remember. See, that's what... So, essentially, my outfit was um, was Baby from Baby Driver. So, all you really need for that is just, like, a cardigan, mm-hmm. uh, a pair of headphones, and a pair of shades. That's it. You're the most practical... <laughs> No, hey, Halloween like I said, costume I was, maker. I was in. I was in a in a bind. Uh, I don't know, but it, it it worked. All right, nobody knew what it was, but it worked. I was technically dressed up. Technically, I'm doing that again this Tuesday. Not the same costume. I'm doing another Halloween. Like, what are you wearing? I have no idea. I cannot decide. Well. Hmm. I can't decide because I don't have options. You could be a crazy rich Asian. Just throw on a blazer, a really flamboyant blazer, and those like hipster clear glasses. I can be what's his name. I don't. I know the name that Jimmy Jimmy O Yang, but he was the guy who like the really really rich guy, who was kind of the Bernard. He was Bernard. Yeah, Bernard. Yep. Hmm. I could do that. Maybe. All right. I'm trying to find this outfit you're talking about, and I am seeing black leather pants with a red Speedo over it <laughs> and a black velvet jacket thing going Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's it. Well, no, he had like a like a mesh vest type situation. I have yeah. it on my phone somewhere. Anyway. You have it on your phone? Yeah, because I, oh, I, I, I was... Determined to pull it off at one time, and now I've just gotten, I don't know, not as creative. Anyway, Mm -hmm. we got a game that we're going to go ahead and play before we get into the list. Steph, what you got for us? We've got the mixtape song and scenario card game. Mixtape again. I like this game. How are we doing this? Who's doing what? You. I'm reading it. Mm -hmm. You are going to play a song. Is this a la newlywed style again? No. Okay, or is this all me? It's all you. Ooh, hey. However, However. if I don't deem it good enough, Mm -hmm. you don't get a point. Got it. Before we get into that, sorry, I had one thing that I wanted to play. Um, Rude. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I was kind of looking back at some songs that I used to listen to, um, and I found one that I was obsessed with for the longest time. 
Uh, and just playing. a random song? Or? It was kind of just a random song. I, it used to play, like, if anybody remembers the website Newgrounds, they oh, used to have, like, f- flash videos and stuff like that. But this is a, a song that was on one of those videos that I could not get out of my head. But it's called Tus Ojos by Bellanova. It's kind of a happy electronic pop song. This is from like 2008. Anyway, for those of you, what? Huh? You trying to translate in your head? Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. We're good. I'll let you listen to it later. Um, for those of you wondering, does AC speak or understand Spanish? Not very well, but I still like Spanish music for some reason. Although he grew up in the great state of Texas. I did. I did. But, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of Spanish-speaking friends. Didn't you take Spanish? I took Spanish. Took How many years of Spanish? Three years of high school Spanish. So you're... You can hold a conversation if you mm, have to. A very short conversation. That's why it's still a conversation. <laughs> It'll be like two or three words and then perdóname, I gotta run. Hola. Hola. Me amo Abiel. Abiel. Anyway, all right, Steph, what you got for me? What is the best song for a 4th of July barbecue? Mm, okay. A must play. A, I will notice if this song does not play at this barbecue today. I I feel like this song it's is a trap. A bit, huh? It's a trap. Trapper. Anyway, I feel like this song just because it's it's the cliche thing to do, and it's somewhat necessary. But born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen. No, you're not feeling it? I have to remember that we're from two completely different states. How many barbecues have you been to? Oh, okay. I Okay, yes, okay. This is, this is where the convergence of the word barbecue happens for us. So your barbecue is like, you know, kind of a... Best song for our 4th of July barbecue. I mean, I this does fit under that category. Yeah very hmm. very let's go america well because like i feel like in your Should world I say a, cookout no because even then like i really a have backyard no yard party yeah there you go see it's not it's not so much a, a party in my head when you say the word barbecue what do, okay what do you think of when i say uh, a fourth of july barbecue uh just cooking huh yeah no people over? I guess, like, maybe one or two, but, like... What the hell? See, okay, it's different for me, because, like, we just... We don't do that. As a Filipino family, we were not indoctrinated into the world of cookouts and stuff like that. Guys, I'm learning so much stuff about being... Like, I don't know. Like, I thought this was just, like, a thing that everybody did. Like, when people say, I'm, come over okay. for a barbecue or a cookout... Okay, but you're 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 trying to frame this in the in the frame of an of average typical American family, which there is no mean, average typical American family. Well, okay, well you you and your family are way more average typical American family than mine. Yeah, you guys are kind of hermits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like if we're cooking, we're cooking for us. <laughs> okay, so you would play that song while you and your family are cooking. Yeah, I mean, just to get in the spirit, it's. I feel what like... if you had an office party? Like, not everyone else thinks of office party in a different way than we do. But like, so if you had an office, say you had a team building barbecue for Fourth of July, what mm. song would you have to play? I think like that makes it a little bit more personal to us since it's not so broad. Since we all we know the same people. Uh, I gotta pull up my Spotify because YouTube, you're letting me down. Your internet sucks today. It's just my my internet and your phone do not. 
My phone also has no service. Like it literally, well, when I woke up from my nap, it said no service. There's a barbecue with you and your sister? I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm just getting hung up on the 4th of July part. I don't know. Like, I mean, I dig it. No, it's still not there. No, I, I can sense the disappointment in your voice. A little bit. Why? What were you thinking? What were your thoughts of song? Choice of song? I mean, anything USA related is fine to me. Like, it gets a check mark. I'm just not thrilled by all of these choices. Um, those two choices. <laughs> all of these choices. Let us know which one you would choose. Where did that go? Also, tell us what you guys' family cookouts are. What does barbecue mean to you guys? What does a cookout mean to you guys? What does the 4th of July mean to you guys? It better be something super American. Sorry if you're not from America. Anyway, <laughs> what else you got for me? I'm going to assume that you, you got had, no point. Yeah. So, best song for riding a sparkling unicorn across a rainbow. Hmm. This one's kind of silly. But also, I feel like you could take it so many different directions. I feel like it's an Owl City song. I have not done much Owl City listening. All right, let's see what I got here. I know a good one. No, not that one. This is conflicting, isn't it? Yeah. You start thinking of one, and then you're just like, no, no, wait. no. My issue is I don't know the name of the song. Oh well. Choose one. You do know the name of the song. Sing it to us. No. If you can't find the song. Ah, come on. This is like... Is this it? I feel like it's really not. But... Nope. I set up for no reason. Yeah, I can't think of it. I'm... Well, let's see. Let's see. I... And they've got it by album here. Electrolytes added for taste. I didn't know you could taste electrolytes. No. Oh boy. Man, I cannot find it. Hey, there we go. Super honeymoon. Kind of ethereal, mm-hmm. kind of. I dig it. Sorry, I was trying to swallow some water. <laughs> I like it. I can totally see you riding across the unicorn. Riding a unicorn across a rainbow with this. So, I dig it. This was such a great album, too. Maybe I'm Dreaming by L City. Dig it. Okay. One point out of a possible two. Staying consistent. Okay, so. Bottom of the ninth, seventh game of the World Series. They call you out of the bullpen Hmm. to strike out the last batter and preserve the win. What song plays in your head as you walk towards the mound? I feel like it's got to be like... Hmm. Talk me through. Here we go. Oh, he doesn't even need dog through. He's got this. Uh, where's that? Sometimes Spotify can be really... Yes, guys. If you like uh, hard apple cider, I would not recommend trying a flavored kind. <laughs> where did that come from? Because I had one yesterday, and it was peach flavored. I should have just got the regular Red's apple. Give me a second here. Give me a second here. Uh, Yeah. That was kind of disappointing. 
And I love peach everything except for that. I mean, it wasn't horrible. I'm still going to drink them. But I only had one yesterday. No, this was my hype song for rugby. Okay. So. Okay. Oh, wait, what the heck? What's happening? What kind of remix is that? Okay. Anyway, here comes the boom by Nelly. Super swagful. Hey, I mean, I gotta get hype if I'm gonna get out there and throw my 45 miles per hour fastball. (laughs) I like it. I dig it. This is a very hypey. Oh, yeah. I used to play. You hear all the bass? Yeah. My gosh. All right. Two points out of a three possible. Okay, this is kind Either of... that or X-Gun give it to you. I don't know. I feel like that's a really good hype song. It is. Okay, this one is kind of a downer, but it's funny. You're the seventh wheel at a dinner party. Well, good. Well. Full of couples that keep calling each other babe and baby. You look down at your text to discover you've just been dumped for the fourth time this year. This song plays in your head as you close your phone. I don't know why you're closing your phone. This is not 2008. This has always been my... Because I've been... I've been... uh, Have you been dumped? No, no, no. I've been the... Dumpy? No, third wheel, fifth wheel. That was me for like the majority of like... My entire high school career sounds like a weird word to use, but... Were you going to dinner parties? No, at but... That time? No, just hanging out with friends and stuff. I feel like I never took too much stock in high school uh, people. Yeah, but like, after a while, it's just like, why am I the only one? Because you decided that you're not going to date an idiot. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I gotta get... <laughs> oh my gosh, Al Green! Did help you? She dumped you via text. That that person is rude. You get dumped via text. That person is an a hole. He's got no balls. Whew. See, like back then, like it was a sad song. Now it's just a really good song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look horns. I couldn't do that into the mic. I was going to get way too hype over it. <laughs> oh, man. I love me some Al Green. Okay. So good. Golly, that was sir. a three you out knew, of four points. You knew how to put a song together. Yes, you did. Shout out to... I'm always going to say this when we talk about Al Green, but shout out to Maxwell for his tribute. Anyway, that's when I actually really started listening to Maxwell. And I was not disappointed. Anyway, what song... Sums up your adolescence. This better be a good one. I have categories I think that you will choose. I wouldn't, like, just, like, sums up. Like, this isn't, like, my first choice. Adolescence. Okay, what qualifies as adolescence? Like your angsty years. Like, 12. No, you know what? I have a better song. 12 to 17. Yes, 17-year-olds. I'm calling you an adolescent. Because you still don't know shit. Okay, that's along the lines of where I thought you were going. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. I'm not okay, I promise, by My Chemical Romance. Yes. You know what my I'm not okay of I think, 2018 I think, the, I think the trigger word there was angsty. Yes. What's that? So frustrated. Mm, yes. Because See, it's literally... See, I was going to do Young, Dumb, and Broke. Okay. All right. But if you throw but the yes. word angsty, yeah. then it's this one. Yes. I feel like this is, like, one of the first songs I ever heard that was, like, literally, like, it's okay to admit that you're yeah. not okay, you know? I think music at that time, like, 2003 era to 2006 or seven, really, really good angsty music. This oh, all up in man. the feels when feelings were not a popular thing, yeah. but feelings music was totally a thing. Hoo-wee. Man. So you just fun to rock out to that, that song. Point. We should do some sort of throwback uh, special episode. Anyway, like 
like a personal throwbacks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we could do something like that. Like one song for every year. Like, but you have to really go through the top 100 and choose one song from that year. And you know, isn't that mean? the concept of this entire show? No. Through okay. the whole 100, you have to choose one song. Okay, we're we'll not talking to... about reviewing. Okay, we'll have to talk about that a little bit more. Okay. What else you, you got for me? I mean? how, how many more do we have? One here? more. Okay. So you're working at Uno mas. four out of five so far. She's gearing up for it. Okay, so the best relationship makeup song. Makeup. Oh. Yep. I've, uh, my, my mind it is... It could be literal, or it could be something that's like super feelings-y that doesn't even say we're making up, but it's just like an I'm sorry. I don't know. Go with your gut. See, I feel like it doesn't quite fit the song, but like, it's... Uh, I feel like it's just clouding my mind because it's... it. I've... I've been... I was reintroduced to this song, and it's just been stuck in there, and it feels like it fits... It's not quite the makeup song. It's right after the makeup song. So, huh? Yeah. Excuse me. No, 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 no! Don't, don't get all. There's no. There's no milk and honey in this. One. <laughs> all right. So it sounded like I was like, "What happens after the makeup song?" The makeup song. When a woman loves, Clara Kelly. She, excuse me. She loves for real. Oh, that's cute. I totally thought this was that Rihanna song. I was like, that's not appropriate for this. I want to get to the start of the first verse so you can kind of get what I'm saying. I tried karaokeing this the other day. Ever heard this song? She took me back. Mark Kelly, no, you should never take it. It's a good song. Like, oh man, it's just. I'm trying to think. Who does this remind me of? Like a, like a Nat King Cole type, or a, I don't know, Frank Sinatra type. Mm-hmm. Kind of somewhere in between there. Interesting. But yeah, I, dig it. I love that song. I, I really, really it. like that song. Is that all you got? Yes, it is. So, so you got a five. five. Very nice, uh, guys. Let us know. I love this game because. I mean, you guys hear the question. Let us know what your answers would have been for these. Uh, I think it'd be really fun to hear. Um, right. We got a game suggestion over Twitter not too long ago. Did we? Yes, we did. So we might have it to. Uh, I need to find a way to make it into the show. Uh, workshopping can be a little difficult sometimes. So, But I definitely want to give it a try. Anyway. Guys, on the other side of this break, we got songs number 25 to 21. 21. I gotta keep. You can't count. I gotta keep track. I can't count at all. I just asked my boss. Um, (laughs) Anyway, see you on the other side. Boss doesn't know how to count. Mm, See you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I just found out a, a shocking truth that uh, that's upsetting to uh, me. That's it. Not real. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll leave it for <laughs> if she feels guilty enough. I'm not gonna say it. If she feels guilty enough, she'll reveal it to you. I'm not trying to give us free views or likes or whatever. What What are you I talking about? Earn. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I want to just. Okay. I want, um, you mm. you do listen to us in the car a lot, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, sorry, I want to check up on the quality of the episode. I think we just gave it away. Anyway, guys, is it? Yes. That uh, ah. thing's not on. Anyway, guys, we got songs number twenty six to twenty. Oh, no, we don't have twenty six. Oh, we did twenty six last time. Twenty five to twenty one. I'm just letting you know. This is literally three minutes. 
after we just said we're going to get into numbers 25 to 21. Not even. It got, it's it's even, even worse. We finished that R. Kelly song and then started back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've anyway. got this weird flap thing going on. Yeah, I like it. Other it's side. Kinda... No, other side. It's like tucked oh, in yeah. for some reason. It's bothering me. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Like what, what Gordon Ramsay does with his with his chef's jacket. I'm not trying to go for that. I just noticed Guys, that. Guys, he's got. I knew he had a, a natural obsession with the chef, but I like people who are passionate about food. That's why I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> First song we have here, song number twenty-five. We have "Now and Forever" by Richard Marks. I feel like I might have played it for you. Or maybe sang it karaoke. So this is one of my dad's karaoke songs. We talked about uh, Brian Adams last episode. This is in that same set of uh, songs that he goes back to. Is it still very Ed Sheeran? And James Arthur? No, uh, James Arthur, yeah. We, it's we, just that one song. We karaoke not too long ago, and it was When rough. your sister was here? Yeah. He he tries to do Imagine Dragons songs. And Does he? It's so... It's, it's not... It's, he just needs to practice for another year. He really so. does, but he refuses to. But anyway, I love this song. It's one of those really beautiful, sappy love song type songs. This kind of reminds me of like more than words. Just want you guys to know that AC is one of those... I am. And he is not ashamed of it. No, I'm not. Because usually he can sing them really well. I don't think that's the qualification for me liking a song. Yes, it is. Like back when I couldn't sing, I still like songs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of that? Someone who couldn't sing and then all of a sudden they could sing? Well, okay, the only reason why I'm a, I won't, I won't even say that I can he per, is a sing good very singer. well. Yes. I'm an okay singer. He's a the good only singer. reason why this happened is because I would have an hour and a half drive from San Antonio or from here to San Antonio and San Antonio and back when I was in college. The only thing I could do to stay awake was sing. So I just put on my music mm. and just sing like as terribly as I can, or just try and hit every single note and eventually I got some of them so and years of karaoke no see no. like it didn't it even didn't help no huh yeah cause every literally every time we karaoke it doesn't matter if we're at somebody else's house or if we're at your house and like people are over like everyone wants you to sing it gets annoying actually see but that's how good he is guys everybody wants him to sing mm. His sister's really good too. Yes, she's, she's really good. She she sang on here before ish. Yes. Yeah, no, she has. She sang Pony. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. Casey's uh, go-to karaoke song. Uh, so anyway, so Richard Marks wrote this song for his wife because Aww. after four years of marriage, he realized I do I have not written a song for you yet. Aww, so he finally wrote rude. one. Um, but hey, look, he but wrote hey, a song, and then he, got he a hit. yeah, exactly, uh, which makes sense. The song feels ready. Ready feels really weddingy slash marriagey, you know, just kind of one of those type first dance type songs. Well, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I dig it. I mean, it. So it's it's. Is this in a movie? No, apparently. Well, it yes, it has been in a movie, but but not. It was. That's not how it was. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a uh, Brian Adams song. Gotcha. To where like it was. Made-ish for the movie. Yeah. Um, apparently, there's a Spanish version that he did wow. as well. Um, I could not find his version, but I found some covers on YouTube, and it sounded pretty great. Like interesting. Sometimes the Spanish language can enhance, you know, the the song. Like when Beyonce did a Spanish version of "If I Were a Boy," I really like that ver- that version. Have you not heard that? No. It's I kind of like it. Huh. Yeah, Beyonce's done. I think she's done a couple of Spanish things before. Remember when Christina Aguilera did some Spanish? Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so this sat at number one on the adult contemporary charge f- charts. Charge, charge 
for 11 weeks. Wow. Yeah, long time. That's long time. good. It's a good song. I like it a lot. Uh, I dig it. People were it particularly a, in love in the 90s. I don't know if they were particularly in love, but they were using this song. Okay. I mean, adult contemporary kind of fits that. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. that feel, if you will. That vibe. Gotcha. Here we go. Number 24, we got Back and Forth by Aaliyah. Yes! I wanted to be here when I grew up. I I used to think that when I was older, I was gonna start. I was gonna dress like her. You guys remember what she dressed like? With the bandana and everything. No, 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 not the bandana okay. part. That have a big forehead. <laughs> but like the baggy pants and the small shirt. Oh yes, yes, yes. And possibly with my thong hanging out. That was like, I thought that well, was. Well, that was just so... a two thousands thing yes. to do. Yes. But I didn't realize that was her underwear. Like obviously, I was such a kid. I didn't realize that was underwear. Anyway. <laughs> um, so this is her debut single. 14 years old. Love her. A lot of the critics were really impressed with her because, like, if you listen to her, she doesn't sound like a 14-year-old. No. Not, not just in, in the way, not just, like, the tone of her voice, mm-hmm. but, like, the way she's singing. Because yeah. most 14-year-olds, when they come out, they want to be real extra. If they know they can sing. They're just in Bieberine. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. they just try and take everything to an extreme. Right. But she has, like, this kind of control over her yeah. voice. Like, her her voice, her the way she's singing and her voice just fits the tone of the mm-hmm. song the right way. Yeah. I watched her, uh, her bio movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that was not approved by her family. And it was very interesting. It was a Lifetime movie, so you could tell. You know, uh-huh. It was one of those situations. Um, but the person that they chose, Alexandra Shippy or Ship, I can't remember her last name. It starts with an S. Uh, she did a really That's good job. something to do with a boat. She did a really good job. Yes. But I don't think... Like, originally it was supposed to be Zendaya, and mm. then there was all this media storm about she's too light-skinned or she's not black enough. You know, it was a no. really bad bad situation but I think them going with Alexandra was good because she looks more like Aaliyah yeah I don't think Zendaya would have no I don't think so doesn't quite have the the look so who you're hearing on the on the track right now that is Mr. Robert Kelly himself mm-hmm. her ex-husband and, uh, yep uh, so R. Kelly it's kind of strange seeing R. R. Kelly in this role that he's in here he's more of the Jermaine, Jermaine Dupri right yeah. Diddy role of the yeah. producer slash rapper rather yeah. than like his, you know, kind of like we heard earlier, mm-hmm. the self-proclaimed king of R&B. Right. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of different, but, you know, it's it's kind of strange that he kind of stepped out from behind the mm-hmm. producer angle. That's true. Um, I do want to read the legacy section of this song's Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. So, back and forth, it was actually sampled for a Madonna song. Okay. Like, Madonna sampled her, not the other way around, Mm -hmm. which which you would think it would be for one of her songs. Um, And then, I don't know, I think this is like a weird thing to include for Legacy, but, uh, um, so Rihanna has... Uh, demanded that a DJ play this song at one of her charity events and then uh, Beyonce had it on her Memorial Day playlist in 2014 so I think there's just a lot of like current uh, in current artists in the R&B field now mm-hmm. that still kind of credit their yeah. uh, their styling and their inspiration mm-hmm. from a song like that it's funny because it all like so like with Beyonce obviously links back to Jay Z and Jay Z obviously links back to Damon Dash, who was super, super in love and dating Aaliyah when she died. Hmm. That was a really sad part of the movie. It's really sad. Up next. Have you ever seen him talk about like her and their it's just really like you can see how crushed he is. It's really sad. Hmm. And this is like even years later. Right. After it all. Yeah, it's pretty it's really sad. sad. Number 23, If You Go by John Cicada. Why do I know the song? 
I don't think you know the song. You may know the artist because we did. Yeah, no, talk we did about, one of his songs yeah, last season. Uh, ninety-two or ninety-three, either one of those. I can you can kind of tell that the keyboardist in the song was having a really good time just, just from that say, intro. Like it's very this is like. My- Riding a sparkling unicorn across a rainbow song. Is it? Yeah, kind of. Well, just the background right. music. But, but yeah, the intro was very, you know, kind of... Sparkly. Yeah, and then the improvisations that kind of come throughout the, through the song mm-hmm. kind of do the same thing. <laughs> I can play that note at the piano, too. I have another point, but I want to save it for the second verse here. I don't know how I feel about this. It kind of feels like an early Enrique Iglesias song to me. Kind of, yeah. It's very... Especially the chorus here. Like, I'm trying to think of what song this reminds me of. Not Hero or Bailamos. There's, there's another song in that era of Enrique that it reminds me of. Okay, so that part right there just makes me kind of like it kind of made me question like how sincere is he in this song? Like, sorry if you felt misled, right? Like, sorry if you felt that way. It's like taking the blame off of him, yeah. And then, like, it if you read the lyrics, it's kind of a guilt trip. It's like, if you leave me, like, I'm gonna feel terrible, like, my life is over, like. Bye, homie. But, but what did like what did you do to right. make this happen? Right. You know, I know that's not gonna be analyzed in you know. Uh, it's just if it's a catchy song, it's catchy. Yeah, but like, if you just read the the lyrics, you just kind of get this different sense of what's happening. You know, it's not a very convincing argument he has yeah, here. Yeah, I was gonna say this is not a very like it's catch. It's like a. I don't know. It sounds like a happiness song, but it's not. This is a. I don't understand why you left. Yeah. You should come back to me because I said so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It sounds super douchey. Like, yeah. Babe, come on. What? What I do? What I do, babe? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it does sound very interesting. Yes, it does. So anyway, John Takeda. Um, Did you hear that? Ooh. He he's an okay singer. Like he's above average. I wouldn't say he has an amazing mm. voice, but he definitely has. There's talent there. I think it's hidden behind whoever wrote this terrible song. <laughs> I don't think the song is terrible. Maybe just the lyrics <laughs> itself. Yeah, it's just the lyrics. But this like the the overall tone and feel of the song feels okay. Number 22, we got Regulate by Warren G. Yay. and Nate Dogg. Oh, wait, I gotta go back. Wow. You can't play the song without this no, part. You can't. You know, people still. People used to walk around my high school hall saying. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets trying to consume So yeah, for those of you unfamiliar, which I was, that that quote in the beginning was from Young Guns, the movie Young Guns, which I kind of want to see. I'm getting way more into, like, modern-day westerns, even though Young Guns is not necessarily modern-day, but, like, yeah. more... Like that era is fine. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't want. I, I'm not like a John Wayne type guy or Clint Eastwood type Western guy. I don't know. Maybe I could be. I, don't, I, was, I haven't seen them. Well, I've seen a few of them. They're pretty good, but that's only because my great grandfather used to watch them. He would never let me change the channel, so I had no choice. But they're good. Yeah, I mean, I was into uh, what's it called, like Hateful Eight and uh, Magnificent Seven, the new one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd watch the old Magnificent Seven. Somebody would probably tell me, yeah, go ahead and do it, yeah. but I don't know. Get on, Nate Dogg. Oh my gosh, Nate Dogg had such a specific 
It's super smooth. Yeah. And the funny thing about Nate Dogg, like, I remember when we were talking about, uh, um, when we were talking about Gangstaline, I was like, can Gangsta R&B be a thing? Yes. Apparently it can be. Assuming because, it's just Nate Dogg. Yeah. I feel like he's just in his own category. But I think it's specifically because... He says things like that. Yeah. I laid all them busters down. Like, he's a gangster, but it sounds so nice because he's singing. But what I was going to say when this first came on is how poetic our uh, rap used to be. Yes. You know what I mean? It used to actually be so, I mean, something. It's, it's poetic, you know? like, but even though, like, if you it's just kind of It's not just, list- like, metaphors and, right. you know, things like that. Like, it is now. Well, this is even, like... This is actually like telling a story, right, you know? Right, Whereas now, it's just like catchy things and stuff that's funny or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Clever. It's not an actual song that's a story yeah. anymore. It's just bits and pieces, like, too much ice, too much ice, said it twice. <laughs> what kind of lyric is that? Sorry, I had to get that one off my chest. That's not rap, though. Um, I was racking my brain trying to figure out what the sample was. And of course, like, it's one of my, like, all-time favorite songs. I keep forgetting by Michael McDonald. Sad song, but... I, I really like I really like that song for whatever reason. I think I just like Michael McDonald. He's got a really great voice. I have no... Wor- Every time Warren... Nate Dogg... Sings. I have no words to describe how smooth his voice is because smooth is not the word. Because oh, nobody sounds like that. No. There, I've never, ever, ever heard anybody else that sounds like that. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually kind of like the the genre that they that that kind of explained it. Uh, that kind of explains the song G Funk. And he kind of mentions it in the song as well, okay. but it's like gangsta funk. Yeah, like you have the you have the sounds of like funk music, which yeah. is awesome. Like, which and then you just mix it with the with like the, uh, the rap. Yeah, gangsta rap. Yeah. vibes with it. So I think this is probably one of the most see, iconic like, gangsta rap like West Coast hip hop yeah. songs. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, pe- like I think my stepbrother still has regulators at, in his bio. On his Twitter, Facebook, and anywhere else he has social media. I actually have to check now. Because when I was younger, I was like, the hell is that? You are a white boy from (laughs) Johnston, Rhode Island. All right. Last but not least, I got to rewind it. That's such a good song. Yes, it is a good song. Uh, We have Baby, I Love Your Way by Big Mountain. I love this song so much. Very hard not to like this song. It's very difficult not to like it. Yeah. Uh, can anyone out there say that they don't like this song? Or like immediately when this song comes on, they don't start singing at least yeah. that main part? Because I think you'd be lying to me. Right. I think this is one of those toe-tappy type songs. Or at least like head, you know, head, more head yeah, bobby. Head bobby, yeah. I think just because it's more of like reggae-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not complaining, but I'm trying to figure out why people were so down with like reggae covers. Not not even reggae, but like reggae covers. Because this is a cover song. It was a Peter Frampton song first. Which that version is, is great too. But did um, it chart? I don't know. It was like back in the seventies, so oh. I, I haven't looked back at that. Um, but like UB40 mm-hmm. was like all this reggae, yeah. all those reggae covers, reggae-ish covers. <laughs> I think because this has some, it's still smooth and nice and yes. sweet, but has a some it's sort of swagger sweet. to it. That is, I think that is the right word, sweet, for yeah. some reason. Yeah, but it has some sort of something to it. Because you know? yeah, it's kind of it's kind of playful. It's yeah. kind of uh, it's lighthearted. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's vacationy. Yeah, there you go. 
you know it's what movie comes and and it's funny because I, I actually no 50 first dates and it's funny because like I'm gonna talk about 50 first dates later on but like it's like that tropical mm-hmm. love story type situation okay you know alright but yeah, I feel like the reggae twist like adds something to it you know kind of I don't want to say I can't tell you which one's better in my mind like this is the one I'm more familiar with mm-hmm. But I can't tell you which one I like more. Because hmm. this is just so playful. The right. other one's just a, a great, solid love song. Yeah. This one just has a little bit a little more bounce bit more, to it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, he's crying. He said, oh, baby, please. His voice cracked a little. Um, so this was in the this was used in this in the movie Reality Bites with Winona Ryder. Uh, Ben Stiller. Why can't I think of his name? From Training Day. Um, Daybreakers. Uh, I gotta gotta pull out the IMDb page here. But, uh, the IMDb game. Well, I don't know. One second. One second. Five. Four. Ethan Hawke, good gracious. Three. Ethan Hawke. Where's now in Austin. Is he? Yeah, I think he lives here now. Uh, Him and Elijah Wood. Everybody lives here. Well, yeah, I mean. Everyone. Why don't we ever see any of them? I don't know. Probably because um, we don't shop at Trader Joe's. But I feel like, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know if they shop at Trader Joe's. Is that? I think there's a Trader Joe's down. Yes, there yeah, is a Trader Joe's it's downtown. It's that big one. Yeah, no, it's right next to the Under Armour store. Ah. Next to Austin Energy. Ah, okay. Yes. Uh, anyway. That's weird. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like a rooftop, like Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> you have to you have to get to the top of the building to get to Trader Joe's, which is just one story. There. Like on the other side of a courtyard. Trader Joe's is like a very small grocery store when you think about it in comparison to every oh, other yeah. grocery store. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously to you. Oh, yeah, we got... But for me... Super H-E-B's. Yeah. Oh, H-E-B for, pluses, excuse me. Wow. Imagine what a super H-E-B would look oh, like. No, Good that'd, lord. That'd be the size of a small town. And the parking lot would literally be the highway. Yeah. It's not, anyway. Yeah, super H-E-B would be Smithville. Like, the entire of Smithville would be taken over by an H-E-B. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Poor town. Anyway. anyway. They don't even have an H-E-B in Smithville. They don't. That's what I'm saying. What's that store? Something Brothers. Is it a Brothers? Brookshire Brothers. Yeah, no. Brookshire. Yeah, no, it, it sounds like one of those clothing stores. I literally was always afraid to go in there because I'm really afraid of small towns like that, of being like super racist, okay? Yeah. That's why I never went in yeah. there. Anyway, so I mean, <laughs> I feel like songs like this happen all the time where Scott you have... Filbert and Gotta Help. Yeah. I feel like this happens where, you know, you have a movie... And they want to use a song, mm-hmm. but they always want to cover it for some reason. Like, they want to put a different twist on Maybe it. Maybe there was some sort of, like, rights. I don't think so. That were... You would think if they have the budget to use the song, mm-hmm. they could, you know... Pay for it. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I, but I Maybe feel like this... they just this... thought they had something. Yeah. You know? May, so I see this a lot in Adam Sandler films, and which is funny because Ben Stiller's in this movie, so... Maybe there's some sort of like, maybe they just run in the same musical circles and have the same musical ideas. But it, like, if so, talking about Fifty First Dates, like that was my 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 example. Like, if you look at the soundtrack for Fifty First Dates, and I don't know why that's the one that came off the top of my head. Like, so so here's some of the songs from Fifty First Dates. You have Drive by the Cars, but it's covered by Ziggy Marley. You nice. have every breath you take by the police, but that mm-hmm. but that's covered by UB40. Yes, I do remember. Um, I melt with you by Modern English, but that's covered by Jason Mraz. And then you have Love Song by The Cure, but that's that's covered by 311, which I think actually made it onto really? the radio. Yeah, yeah. So 
I, maybe it's just a, a habit of, of, you know, movie producers and director, like music directors of movies mm-hmm. wanting to take something new and just kind of repurpose it. Yeah, especially to fit, you know what I mean, the vision that they have for their movie. Right. Nothing wrong with that. So, guys, let us know what you thought of this list, 25 to 21. I got it right. Is that it? Uh, that's it. We're that's finished. all five songs for this one. Man. On the other side of this one, the next episode, we are in the top 20. Guys, who? What is happening? Wee baby boy. Um, I dig it. Yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter at sttc podcast. Also, wait, I'm always afraid of throwing way too many T's. Uh, that's why I don't ever say it. <laughs> you just let me <laughs> struggle through yep. it. Uh, also, let us know what you would like our Christmas episode to be like. Because I don't know where we'll be. We'll probably be done with this season by then. We'll finally get a chance to do a Christmas episode because we'll actually get a chance to spend Christmas together. Right. And so with my sister. We're going to be Ooh. in Disney. Ooh. So, Ooh. shout out. Hey, if you guys are going to be in Disney for Christmas, find us. Anyway, um, you'll have to search really hard because yeah. you probably don't know what we look like. Anyway. Um, if you see a bunch of Asians and then one black chick trailing around with them, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Well, I'm probably I'm usually pretty pale in the winter time for myself. But it's, so. it's Florida, so Florida. Anyway, anyway, uh, but yeah. So I'm thinking, guys, give us some ideas that you would like to hear for Christmas, uh, and a, a Christmas episode. Maybe if it's just a special episode. I don't know. We'll, we'll be right. Ra- should we review while we're on a roller coaster? Ooh, how would we even do that? Like if you we're got on, me like, thinking now. if we're on like Splash Mountain or something, you know. Because you have all that little traily ride. We actually used to sing Build Me Up Buttercup. Let's get into And then we go down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like clips here and there from us saying something about our podcast on each ride. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then us like somehow recording that. How do we do that? We need to go. We'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll we'll do something. Anyway. Anyway. Got the wheels turning now. So give us ideas. Like and follow. Do whatever you got to do on Facebook. Comment, rate, subscribe. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, we haven't done a YouTube video in a while. That's what I was saying yesterday. That's what I was telling you before. Um, we post music news, funny videos. Uh, Random. Just whatever's entertaining us. Things. Yeah, On there. Uh, Facebook.com slash shot through the chart. If you got any other thing that you want to send us, you want to let us know about some great band that you heard of that no one else has, or if you have a band, or if you are... An artist yourself. If you're located in the Austin metro area. Yeah, that one or anywhere, really. I mean, we got Shout phones. Shout out to Shinobi Ninja. How are you guys? I'm sure they're doing all right. Um, I want to go back to New York. I know, me too. Um, but yeah, let us know what you thought of this episode, guys. We love you. We do. We appreciate you listening. Uh I'm gonna surprised go that barbecue. I'm so uh, really surprised that we still get you know as many downloads as right? we do a week. So we're really happy right? you guys are still there. Uh, let None us know who you are. We wanna huh? None of the downloads are from me. One of them is from me. Okay. Uh-huh. He likes to listen to us in the car. Is it weird to you guys if you're listening to yourself talk and have conversation? No, okay. Look, on a daily it's not basis? like it's not like I'm Kanye, where I'm like, I love I'm, this song. It's I'm, my favorite song. I know that, but still. Anyway, maybe I'm just super self conscious. Maybe I mean I don't like the sound of my voice, you know, either. I really don't like hearing recordings back of it. Like it, it kills me. But I want to make sure that the episodes come out good. There's good content. I will laugh if we say funny things. I will laugh if you say funny things. You should laugh. I say funny things all the time. <laughs> and I do. Um, but I just want to make sure that it's good for everybody listening. So until... Well, that's also how you catch a lot of like things that we need to fix. Exactly. So. Yes. Right. So until the very next time, I am AC Ponce. This is Stephanie. We will catch you in the very next episode. Good. Bye.